Welcome to Training Room Talk, powered by Precision Performance Physical Therapy. Here we discuss all things related to physical preparation, from rehab to performance preparation to education. All right, hello everyone. Welcome back to Training Room Talk, powered by Precision Performance Physical Therapy. I'm, we have a special guest for you today. I'm Dr. John Herding as usual, um, but we also have joining us um, coaches Devin Gage. Hi, it's me. And coach Jeff Schumacher. What's up guys? Um, Devin owns Gage Strength Training in Westchester, Pennsylvania, and he's done a really good job of building community um, and he, we're just going to talk about some of the tenants that he uses um, to build and maintain this community um, and how him and Jeff employ these on a daily basis to just make sure that they maintain membership, keep their members engaged, and provide that extraordinary service that we're all looking to provide in, um, in your in gym, right? Yeah. Um, so, Devin, do you want to tell us a little bit about some of your, your foundation, foundational core principles in um, creating your community? Yeah, I mean, it, uh, it really kind of hit me years ago. I spoke at a um, at an exchange club meeting, and it was just kind of like a community service type group. They've got like the Lions Club, exchange clubs. They've got all these clubs that people are kind of involved with. And I went and gave like a little speech about the gym and what we do. And it, it always it just really amazed me how it's like every Thursday night people were showing up not getting paid, like they pay to be a part of this group, that the sole purpose of the group is to do community service. And there was like a really tight community within the group, but it, it just amazed me that like, these people were there spending time in their busy schedules, coming together just to talk about what they could do to help the community. And it just kind of hit me that like, people want to be a part of something bigger than themselves, right? People want to be a part of something really important. Um, so that's kind of the, the approach that we took was like, at the end of the day, you know, we're not doing anything magical, you know, with our workouts. We're not doing anything that you can't find at any other gym. Um, but it's, you know, the feeling that you're a part of something much bigger than yourself is, I think, a, a huge part of, you know, what makes us stand out. So we really committed to um, using, you know, the power and the community that we have at the gym to improving the local community. Right, so that's become a huge part. You know, if you're a part of this gym, we expect you to, you know, be a part of the greater good. We do a lot of charity workouts. We do a lot of fundraising. Um, just every month, we're doing something to benefit local organizations and nonprofits and things like that. And I think that's where it started as um, the business. But then, you know, Jeff can go into a little bit about, you know, how we've tied that into like our core values and and how we hold the staff to that same standard. Yeah, I mean, as Devin said, I think that's something that we stress with our members that the second they sign up at the gym, they know that um, they're signing up for, for something that's a little bit different and to be part of something a little bit bigger than themselves. Uh, and I think the same thing goes with our staff and, and the people that we bring in, knowing that uh, if they want to be a, a strength coach or a trainer, um, they can do that at you know, a lot of places. Uh, if they want to make a bigger impact on someone, um, they can do that with us. And I think in, in the hiring process and in our staff meetings every week, we we're touching on what makes us unique and our core values. And, uh, and those are 
you know, we're, we're looking for people that are going to, um, you know, be a people person, uh, help first and help our members first, um, make an impact on every single person, be the best part of someone's day, uh, committed to excellence. And that's, you know, obviously improving themselves and professional development, but also uh, facilitating our members' personal growth. Um, and, um, and just being a, being a team player for, for our staff. And I think it's those things um, that, make, that make our team unique and, and able to create the community that we, have, uh, that we have at the gym. I think you guys said a couple like key things in there. And I think one of them is just building the community. I think we've seen a shift of people going toward the $10 a month gym at like an LA Fitness or something like that. And they've gravitated um, toward um, more community focused programs. And we saw that that was huge with CrossFit and, yeah. uh, you know, say what you will about like CrossFit gyms, but where I think they were really successful is the community that they built and people found their type of people depending on the gym they went to. And I think that's what you guys have built here is you've built a gym on, um, you know, like-minded people that kind of support your values. And with that, um, I'm sure you're, you're bringing the people into the gym that you want to train that support what you're, you're doing. And that has to make your guys day a little bit better because you're training the people you want to train. And I wouldn't think that you have too many problem clients, quote unquote, because of that. Yeah. And we don't, I mean, we, we really have kind of niched out, um, exactly who we want and who we market to. Um, and, you know, we always see when there is any client turnover, they were kind of people that probably didn't align with like our core values as a business, which is people that are committed to helping the community and being a part of our community. You know, if we have people that are here that are just kind of, you know, they don't engage, they're not really here for the community. They just, they don't last because that's such a huge part of what we do. Um, you know, another thing is our, our program is very low impact. So our target market is clients 35 to 60 years old uh, that probably have achy knees, you know, low back pain, shoulders that, you know, don't have great range of motion. So everything we do here is designed for low impact workouts, you know, kind of a full circle approach to health and fitness and just a, a community approach. Um, and I think really targeting that target market is we don't have that like, We've got 25-year-old fitness models working out with 65-year-old, you know. Yeah, there's no one, like, deadlifting five plates in the corner with, like, uh, headphones on and a, and a hat, you know, low. Like, it's a, it's a, in every, in every sense of the word, everything we do is community, whether you're, it's a small group training that we do, um, uh, or, or the large group stuff, which is, as Devin said, like, it's, 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 you know, centered towards these clients that have, have tried a lot of things and, and kind of need a different or, or need a different approach and are looking for something more than just a gym where they can hop on a elliptical and do something like that. Yeah. I, I think we take for granted a lot of times because we've grown up working out in gym settings and as athletes, we take it, we take for granted that we're comfortable in these facilities right. and these settings. And I think about it a lot where someone that didn't even participate in high school sports or was a marginal athlete in high school, it never really worked out and then they walk into a gym like there's a reason they go from machine to machine reading how to do a machine because they've right. never been part of a program before and it's an uncomfortable situation so we we see it all the time i mean there is a crippling fear of gyms with a lot of our clients like you know kind of one of the mottos that we've developed or like one of our little taglines is like the gym for people that hate gyms 
you know, and one of the things that I'm most proud of is the idea that there are so many people out there that have had negative experiences with gyms that are like traumatized about the anxiety, the fear of, you know, failure or being embarrassed or, you know, whatever it is that we've got the power to like every single time somebody walks through the door and has a pleasant experience, we can literally rewire their association with like gym and, you know, their experience, you know, and that, that's a really powerful thing. Something that can actually change somebody's life. If somebody can feel comfortable doing something healthy. Cause a lot of people that have those bad experiences, just they assume the identity of like, Oh, I guess I'm not a gym person, which is kind of just signing yourself up to chronic disease and just being unhealthy long-term. Right. Yeah, no, I, I like that because then it becomes, and then Jeff, you had mentioned about um, like finding the right staff members to support that, that um, philosophy as well. Right. Because um, if you just provide that supportive environment, you don't have to be like people are coming to the gym again to find their community and find support and, and we're, we should be there to support them and not um, degrade people that aren't performing, you know, exercises the way that we can, or we, we shouldn't expect them to do things that maybe we can as trainers and fitness professionals. We need to um, start them where they are, understand where they are, and then bring them up to whatever level they want to be at, not necessarily the level we think they should be at, right? Yeah, absolutely. I think with with the coaching, and I think it's on us, you know, to develop to develop the coaches to, you know, that type of framework, because it's not something that most people that get into the fitness industry have naturally. You know, they want to, they want a lot of, a lot of times they want to be in a, a job doing something they love and that's, and that's working out and they just have to, uh, they got to coach, you know, a couple hours a day to make sure they get, you know, can still do their own workout. So for us, it's kind of teaching them, not teaching them, but helping the coaches find their, find like a greater purpose as a strength conditioning coach or as a personal trainer. If you're, you know, if, if your purpose is you want to, you write really good programs or you, you coach, you know, the, the deadlift better than anyone else. That's, that's awesome. But how long can you, can you do that? So for us, it's, you know, ideally we're trying to get career fitness professionals. If they can find, you know, my purpose is helping someone transform their lives. And I do that by, you know, writing these workouts and coaching, um, that's going to take them a lot further uh, in the long run. And, and, you know, part of building a community is keeping everything consistent. If we had consistent, uh, turnover with our staff, you know, this community would not be where, where it is today. And I think the continuity we have in our team is because each one of us knows, you know, our purpose is far greater than counting sets and reps. So that's one thing I've been enamored with how you guys attract the right people. And I, I don't know how you do it, but somehow you guys find the right people and you guys all click as a staff. Like I know Devin, you have, um, like Jeff and Chris who have been here for a couple of years. Um, but then how are you finding um, staff that all gets along that clicks that shares this common goal? What are some of the things you're using to attract the right people? Um, well, the big thing is, so it's funny. So my, my thing with hiring is I don't care how much you know until I know how much you care. And that's always been like, if you come in with this unbelievable resume, and kind of like what Jeff said, like if all you care about is lifting and wanting to be the best, like, 
you know, the most advanced uh, biomechanical coach in the world, but you're like not really passionate about working with the clients that we work with, or you only want to work with professional athletes or powerlifters or whatever, you're probably not going to be a good fit for us, no matter how smart you are. You know, I need to make sure that first and foremost, you love working with our target market. And you are really passionate about that because at the end of the day, like Jeff's one of the best trainers that I know. He can teach you all of the X's and O's of coaching. You know, that's stuff that can be learned, but having passion is not something that comes as easily, you know, and we've definitely made the wrong hires in the past where, you know, for whatever reason, it just wasn't a culture click. Um, but I think, you know, who we got right now is people that, first and foremost, love helping people. And that's, you know, and it's funny. So we had my whole staff take disc assessment. And, you know, part of that is identifying like what somebody's motivational driver is. And across the board, every single coach was motivated by connection and connecting with people and making a difference. And I think that is like, I guess something that we kind of sniffed out through the hiring process and like, you know, it's not something we planned. Like we didn't have them take that test before and only hired a certain profile, but it's something that every single staff member here, first and foremost, is driven by connection and, and changing lives. And I think that's, I mean, that's some higher, that those are some hiring principles that I try to try to follow. And then um, I think you'll, you, if you guys have listened to this podcast um, before and you listen to Rob Rubina's podcast about training pros, his, his first thing was you have to have feel and you have to understand the individual and you have to be able to um, kind of guide them based on personalities too. And some of the best strength coaches in the, in the country and in the world um, use that quote that you use, Devin, is nobody right. knows, cares how much you know until they know how much you care. So I think um, in a profession where we're often psychologists more than we are like the physiology experts, like we people are more and more and increasingly looking to find connection, especially in a world where cell phone is their connection to the world. And, you know, anxiety is up and all these teenage angst and people are, you know, as de as connected as they are, they're more disconnected than ever. So they're looking for these communities to find connection. And I think you guys have done a really good job at figuring out your niche and attracting the right people, the right coaches, the right trainers and building that community. Now, I'll say one thing I talked to all my coaches about is we're all very different in our personal lives. Like we all have kind of different hobbies outside of here. And I always say like embrace that, like be as authentic as physically possible. Like we've got Ryan who, you know, he's really into like cowboy stuff where he'll do these cowboy shooting <laughs> events and like uses a bullwhip and yeah. he like tinkers with stuff in his garage. Jeff is like a sports performance guy. Like he loves sports and athletics and continuing education stuff. Chris is really passionate about nutrition and science and like, you know, everybody has kind of their thing. And I'm like, don't conform to anything else. Like be as authentic as possible because people love just that authenticity is, is a great way to connect with people. Yeah. And I think more and more people are looking for authenticity in yeah. a world where everything's so curated. Yeah. So, so I think, you know, it's making it easier for us. We don't have to like edit videos and podcasts and like yeah. edit it to be perfect because people just want us to be real. Yeah. Which is like, really nice. Ryan, you know, shows up and wears an Indiana Jones hat every day. That's just him. <laughs> and if, you know, I think a lot of gyms would be like, no, you've got to fit this mold and, you know, 
you've got to look this certain way. And I'm like, dude, show up with your Indiana Jones hat, you know, like mm -hmm. be you. Well, and that fits into some of the things you guys have hanging around the facility. Like what was up by front, leave your ego at the door. We're all here to improve. Yeah. Yeah. So we just got like the gauge, the gauge rules. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just like, you know, fun little like, you know, think reminders about the gym and we just try to make, keep things fun, you know, as fun as possible. Yeah. And in the, in the, um, you know, a profession where we can be so ego driven just to satisfy our own egos. Yeah. Um, and then that's, you know, that's off putting to when you're trying to attract that client that, or that patient that has had a bad experience in the gym. Again, if you can kind of be that supportive community because everybody has stuff going on outside the gym, everybody has issues that they're dealing with and hopefully, um, it sounds like you guys have been able to create a gym experience that could be the best part of someone's day because you guys welcome them for who they are and provide that safe environment. Yeah. And that's that, um, you know, when we talk as a business among the staff, like what is our purpose? What is, what are we here to do? Has nothing to do with the results of the program. Our purpose is to be the best part of somebody's day. And that looks a lot different to a lot of different people. You know, some person, one person, the best part of their day could be getting a compliment or getting a high five or personal connection. Another person, it could be getting a great workout. So it's kind of knowing, and this is a big part of how we build community is like, all right, I know that if this person comes in to make the best part of their day, they need this, you know, they need, you know, and the, another person might be something else. Yeah, so I think it's on our staff to know that what, you know, what makes every individual person uh, person tick and what drives them. So for, you know, for most of our people, it's not going to be performance based. It's not going to be a certain bench squat deadlift number. It might be like Devin said, it might just be, I had a conversation with my coach about what I did or what I'm doing this past weekend. And for them, that's, that's great. And I think the better we can get at that and we can keep people here for longer, that's when the results will come. So if someone's not numbers based or they, you know, they're not focused with their deadlift, but if we have them here for three years, like you better believe your deadlift is going to improve and it's going to go up. So that might not be their, their main goal, but uh, you know, that stuff is definitely going to be affected as, as they stay here for longer. Well, that's what I was going to say. You said you're not very results oriented for the most part, Devin, but you guys get results right. because sometimes psychology trumps everything and, and you're able, that's what drives the result. Well, the, you know, Jeff says like, but adherence is everything. Right. You know? Right. And I think, you know, that's it. If we can, you know, we're not results driven, but if we can keep people here and they just love coming, the results, the results will come. If they want to lose 20, you know, if they want to lose 20 pounds, they've never been able to be successful in a gym before. And they're not a gym person. If we can make them a gym person and change their philosophy on training and nutrition, uh, they're going to get to where they, where they want to be. And that falls right into consistency is key, right? Like everybody, you know, you can chase that quick diet, the quick fix, that cleanse. The, but if you really want to see results with your, your training, your nutrition, your whatever, you have to be consistent with it. Yeah. And just like you said, like, uh, you know, we're psychologists more than anything. You know, we could give you guys the perfect workout routine, the perfect nutrition plan. But if it's not in line with your psychology or in line with something that's sustainable for you, it's you know, it's not going to do anything, right. you know, and in our community, if you're not here, you know, if you have, if you're not at the gym for two weeks in a row at LA fitness, planet fitness, somewhere else, 
they're not going to, you know, you're still paying. They're not going to, they're not going to call you or do anything here. If, if you're not at the gym for two weeks, we're going to, we're going to send you texts, people call, have another member, give you a call, find out what's good, where you're at and, and get you back in the door. So that's another aspect of the community um, that drives results too. Yeah. You, you guys actually, it sounds like you guys actually care. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. I, I mean, I can't tell you, you know, as the owner, like how, how proud I am to have a staff that like talks about our members as much as we do, you know, and it's amazing. I think this, the, um, the members are surprised by it too. Like if somebody comes in, works with Jeff and it's like, yeah, my, you know, I'm pretty stressed out. My husband lost his job. You know, he'll communicate that to everybody. The next time she comes in, you know, she might work with Nick and you know, Nick will know that and we'll be able to work with her on that. And, you know, we'll be talking about ways that we can work with somebody in any situation. So it's the amount of like communication about our members is if you're not in this industry, nobody can understand it because I mean, yeah. it's hard to, <laughs> I mean, you have to, if I was having this, I've been here almost seven years. I, if I was, if I thought I'd be having this conversation seven years ago, I'd be totally I was <laughs> such by the book, like everything has to be perfect. Everyone has to, work up to a trap bar deadlift and do pull-ups and chin-ups and bench and like I was just a textbook coach because that's all I knew I just had no my only experience was just kind of interning and kind of learning how to coach I've never I didn't know how to coach people um you're not going to make it very far if you're like uh you take out the NSCA CSCS book you read it and like that's your manual like you have to learn how to communicate with people and it, it took me a long time and I had a lot of mistakes um but you know, once you get it, you have, you have a job that a is, you know, has a purpose behind it, but you can have a career out of being a strength coach. Well, you can always sniff out like the, the trainers and the professionals, like if you read their bio and the first thing is like, I'm an NSCA performance coach certified, I, you know, work with thousands of people, blah, blah, blah. Versus like, if you read the bios on our website or just learn a little bit about the first thing we talk about is I love working with people. You know, I love working with this type of client. Like I'm passionate about working with this type of client. It's, you know, the credentials come last. I think that's a huge lesson for young strength coaches to understand young strength coaches, young therapists or physical therapists. Um, like wherever you get a job, they'll teach you what they want you to know. And we all, we all of us came out of school thinking we knew it all. I knew how to train people. And, and I think Jeff, like my progression is the same thing. Now it's just about how do I create community and how do I relate to people more than anything? Because we're all like, I'm going to get people better regardless. You're going to get people stronger regardless. But how do we connect and keep them coming back and make them raving fans? Mm -hmm. um, so I think that's a natural progression. And I think people, some of the better coaches out there, the best gyms out there are hiring people, people that have feel, that have relatability versus people that know the science in the back and like, yeah. you know, can write the perfect program. Um, but we all know there's no such thing as a perfect program anyway. So right. Um, it really comes down to just the feel and being, being able to relate to people. Yeah. Awesome. So any closing thoughts, Devin, do you have, if there's a gym out there that's struggling to create community, is there one tip you might be able to give them that might get them on the path to, to being able to build that sustainable community? Uh, yeah. I mean, I would say shifting your focus from obsessing about programming and, um, periodization to, focusing on what's going to make this person have a great day, you know? Um, and also like, you know, when I first heard it, I kind of was like, whatever, but core developing like a really 
authentic set of core values. You know, having our core values, uh, you know, core value of make an impact, be a team player, be a people person, um, help first, like that has really become the way that we communicate with our staff members, the way that we uh, talk to clients, the way that we reward staff, like it, it's really driven everything that we do. And when I first heard it, I was like, yeah, whatever. But I, I think it's become a really, really powerful part of, you know, our, our community and as a staff, which translates to all the members. Um, I would just be, you know, with that being said, also how to, to help you guys create core values is get a client avatar. What's your, what's the best, you know, the, the, the things that the, your best clients have in common and what drives them and work backwards and, and try to get more people through the door that fit your community you want to create. So, um, you know, what makes up your ideal client and what do you think is important to them and what's important to you? And that's kind of how you create those core values. Awesome. Thank you, Devin and Jeff. Um, as always, thank you for listening. If there's any topics that you want us to hit on training room talk, um, just email me, John, at J-O-N at precisionperformancept.com. And please share if you like the content. Thanks a lot, guys. Did you know we now offer personalized remote programming, one-on-one -on -one video telehealth sessions, and mentorships for both students and professionals. If you're interested in any one of these, please email John at J-O-N at precisionperformancept.com and he can help you get started today.